You're listening to Back and Forth, a ping-pong chat about logistics. Brought to you by TGL, Think Global Logistics. When did America become a country with a scarcity mentality? The, the attitude, the attitudinal change. 54% of the money on planet Earth is in the hands of the U.S. population, which makes up about 5% of the people walking the Earth. So that's crazy, right? And for the longest time, we were able to drive economic policy through our trade agreements. That changed dramatically when the global economy became truly global. And that really started in the late 90s when the internet began to interconnect markets. And when the internet began to interconnect markets, transportation companies saw an opportunity to serve these international markets in a more efficient way. A lot of that was led by small package companies who were able to seize on that by interconnecting you know, various nations. And then companies like the ones we work for were able to really efficiently through consolidation, bring smaller market companies to the globe. And over the course of the past 20 years, we've gotten so super good at it and so efficient that we were able to take these processes that we had and layer technology on top of it. Well, if you and I wanted to right now, you and I could go out and we could buy an operating system from any number of companies, cargo-wise, right? You name it. And we, we could put some money. Well, cargo-wise is Australian. They're damn good. Uh, and, and we could, we could, you know, we could buy, we could buy a system. And me from America and you from Australia, we know any number of people in Asia, we could start a freight forwarding company tomorrow. I could take my custom sales brokerage license on the wall right there. We could start importing into America and you could call somebody over in China and we could start importing into China. We could be a global freight forwarder in a couple of days, hmm. right? We have moved from the complexity of freight forwarding being this massive, you know, paper chase and bureaucracy and, labor intensive and capital intensive too. It's gotten so good from a process standpoint that we can buy off the shelf software to digitize it for us like that. And if you have a couple of good relationships and a couple of phone numbers, bud, you can get it started. Here's the rub. America for a long time, we had the world cornered on consumption and we had the world cornered on infrastructure. And we fell asleep at the wheel when China built better infrastructure and began to encourage consumption. We fell asleep at the wheel when Europe began to build better infrastructure for trade agreements and began to evangelize around the world that they wanted to find ways to work with people to build better infrastructure. And we never, ever thought that people would trust China to be a good partner for trade. And they did. And China came through with their promises for a lot of people. And then we took our partners for granted. We took Canada for granted. We took Mexico for granted. We really took Europe for granted. When the Soviet Union fell, we did not build a better relationship with that part of the world when we could have. We could have turned India into the most important manufacturing and technologically innovative economy on the planet. But instead of investing in that and investing in their infrastructure, we invested in them financially through, through corporations, which was great. 
but we didn't invest in them as a government to help them build port infrastructure, to help them build the infrastructure through their highways, which we could have done in the early 90s and radically changed that country. We're starting to do it now. We should be ashamed of ourselves for what we didn't take the chance to do then. And now we find ourselves behind, way behind China, who's been through their Belt and Road Initiative, basically yeah. colonializing the world, which is what they've been doing. Now, we're America. We did that for a couple hundred years. So, but you know, uh, you know, you, you can look at where that is now. And we find ourselves on the back foot where we have no merchant marine. Asia has it all. I mean, I don't negotiate. When I'm negotiating for all the space right now, I'm not negotiating with any American companies. I'm negotiating with Taiwanese, Chinese, Korean, and European companies for the most part, buddy. And so are you. It's, 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 we are infrastructureless. All we have is consumers and banks, bud. Consumers and banks. Need help with your next shipment? Feel free to visit our website at www.tgl.co to book an obligation-free consultation. You can also check out the video for this episode on our YouTube channel. And while you're at it, add us on Instagram at TGL underscore global or LinkedIn and Facebook by searching Think Global Logistics. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.